Wake up everybody, no more sleeping in bed. No more back to thinking, time for thinking ahead. The world has changed so very much from what it used to be. There's so much hatred, war and poverty. Oh, wake up all the teachers, time to teach a new way. Maybe then Hello there, everyone. Welcome to the NDC Savings Club radio show. And again, this is the NDC Savings Club radio show hour. Uh, that great song you just heard, that is Wake Up Everybody by Harold Marvin and the Blue Notes. And that song goes back all the way to 1975. So again, you can imagine that's over 40 years of you know, trying to wake up. And the good news is that people are beginning to wake up. Uh, we have great technology now through the Internet and having all these great mobile devices and all and tablets and all, and we're able to communicate with each other. So again, like they said, the truth always comes out one way or another. And it takes time, like anything, like a mighty oak, you know, it's, that's the strongest tree out there in, 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 in our forest, and that takes hundreds of years for it to become what it's supposed to become. So, again, after all this hell that we're going through, hopefully we'll come out stronger on the other side for ourselves and for our kids. So, again, um, what this is, what is the NDC Savings Club? Well, it is the nation's first health care savings club. And there's nothing to join. It is absolutely free. It's like a resource. It's like a directory that you can go to. You can go to the NDCSavingsClub.com and then look around for whatever you might need in reference to help you save money on your health care. Um, I am your host, Alex Acuna. And this coming hour, we're going to have some two guests. Uh, within the next half hour or so, we're going to have our special guest, which is Dr. Mark Grossman, and you definitely want to tune in for that. He has to deal with vision and eye care, and that's one of the most important things that we have is our vision. And again, uh, believe it or not, everyone, it is like a piece of equipment. You know, you know, you take care of your car. You know, you you make sure that it has the right tire pressure, you change it, you know, you change this to its snow tires, and then you turn around and change the oil on your car. Uh, the sad thing about it is that we take care more of our cars and other devices better than we do our own body. So again, and what's more important than your eye care, I mean your eyesight. So definitely, Dr. Grossman been doing this now probably for over 20 years he has a practice and you want to tune into it it'll be things like cataracts that are out there for our eyes and people ourselves or people we know eye floaters you have their eye infections you have there which you know we all probably are suffering from that now is computer eye strain you want to learn about that and also another great thing is, is eye exercises that you can do so again, you can see it's going to be a really good show. You want to tune in probably about a half hour from now when we start that show. And in a couple of minutes, 
about 15 minutes or so, we're going to start our health news segment with Dr. Walt. He's very well known as the blood detective, and literally that's what he does. He looks at you on the cellular level through your blood, and believe, believe it or not, that's really where we're at. It isn't what we are, it's what we assimilate and what our cellular uh, makeup is. Believe it or not, our, our age might be three or five times more on the cellular level. And that's why, you know, we break down and stuff because technically we're all falling apart from inside on the cellular level. And Dr. Wall has, you know, been in business, I think, for almost 30 years doing this and looking at, you know, working with you to rebalance your chemistry. Um, these shows are archived here on PRN or also on the com. And definitely you want to look at the previous shows to see how, you know, all this great information is able to help you. His topic that Dr. Wall is going to be talking about will be his second part of a six-part series on autism. So, again, you might want to listen to him and people you know in reference to autism and how that affects us in, in, um, in, in, on a cellular level. And we might know people, I myself have a daughter who has autism. So, again, I'm pretty familiar. If you go back in the archives, you'll be able to see our, my show that I've done on the five layers of autism, how I perceive it. And, again, it's true personal experience. And you can go back there on PRN or on NDCSavingsClub.com, and you can look at the my show that I need to do a follow-up on in reference to autism, the five layers. You know, I call them five layers of autism, so you might, might want to do that. But again, you'll be looking at the second part on Dr. Walt in reference to, you know, autism. So as, as, as you're hearing here, this is what this is. This is a, a, a great source, uh, a great program here that's able to help you, educate you, inform you, and give you options. And that's exactly what the Endocy Savings Club is. It was started last year in the spring of 2014. And what it was is from people asking for uh, saving programs to help you save money. And that's what this is. This is the nation's first healthcare savings club. And what I mean by healthcare savings club, it, it's more driven towards healthcare to help people. And these will be savings on maybe if you need a dental vision plan, you know that you can't afford because you can't afford the insurance. Well, here's a dental vision plan that you'll be able to use. And all these programs that I, I try to work with, they're nationwide. These are companies that have been around for 10, 20, 30, 50 years. So, again, good, reputable companies with good programs to help you save money. Um, it's been recommended. I have used a lot of them myself. So, again, I can testify to them. They're great programs. So it's here as a resource. Please share it with people that you know, friends, family, and neighbors. Let them know about this great resource, the Endocy Savings Club. And again, like I mentioned, that was like a dental vision plan. We also have their uh, – and by the way, some of those plans run for like $8 a month to for a family, like $16 a month. So, And that includes dental and vision. And these are discounted programs that is going to save you from 40 to 70% to 90% off your dental and vision needs. So again, 
even if you really already have insurance, you know, there's caps on them. You know, it might be like a, a thousand or fifteen hundred dollar cap, and you might need an extra coverage here to, you know, save you another thirty or fifty or seventy percent on your dental and vision needs. So again, as you can see, it's a great program for the family or even for a single person. Uh, we also have programs here for lab work. And uh, as an example, my wife needed uh, five tests done for lab work, and this is through LabCorp, which is a major nationwide program. Um, I know when we got it back because I have insurance with my wife, and it costs like $487. Uh, I submitted the same five tests to this benefit that we have and through, you know, for blood work and, and labs, and the same blood test came back through uh, LabCorp, and they repriced it, and it came out to $63. So, again, you're looking at over a $400 savings. So, again, as you can see here, you know, this is what we have here for you, great savings. Now, let's say for MRIs and CT scans and stuff, that's also another great savings program that people can utilize. And, again, you can contact the companies directly. They're 800 numbers. Or... You know, you can go right on the websites and do search, and then if you want the benefits, you know, talk with them, and they'll get you the benefits. A uh, good example, like, you know, I was talking about the MRIs and CT scans and stuff. Would you imagine that an MRI might cost anywhere between $2,500 to $3,500? Can you imagine you can get the same or better quality, the same scans, at for three to $500? So again, that's huge savings right there. And if people are not aware of it, then this is what this resource is. And by the way, uh, when you go to the EndicySavingsClub.com, uh, most of these programs that are there on, on these topics, which we have over 75 different benefits, most of them already have other previous shows that you can listen to and and you can hear me interviewing either the owners or the spokespersons for these companies. So again, you know, for 20 minutes, a half hour, you can literally listen in to me, you know, uh, interviewing these people for these benefits. So again, as you can see here, this is a great resource. Another of the programs here is affordable glasses. Uh, I remember interviewing them like two months ago. And this is a manufacturer and they have affordable glasses like for $6.95. So again, as you can see there, you know, why are you going to pay hundred, two, three hundred dollars for glasses? And you know, these are glasses that maybe kids are going to use, or you, you know, just throw them around and they break on you. And a lot of times, these these uh, cheap dollar glasses that are out there, or even five dollar glasses, they're not that great of quality. You might spend seven dollars here, six ninety five, and get a, a good quality glasses that they guaranteed. And of course, they have other ones out there that are a little bit more expensive. But you're not going to pay your three, two or three hundred dollars. You might pay fifty or a hundred dollars for another great pair of glasses. So again, as you can see here, this is what the NDC Savings Club is. It's a resource that you'll be able to have access to. There's a whole podiatry network in there if you, if you need for your feet and, and your legs. You have there there for you as well. And I'm just going through some of the topics here that we have. We have a whole section here for senior care. Uh, I'm going to click on to it right now, and I'm looking at the senior care section. And in here, uh, there's like Momentum, a natural health food store, which has a, an incredible line of products 
like devices that you can use for health, and they've been around since 1980. You have here, some of you guys, you know, might need like for your parents for elder care locator. You can go on there, put your zip code, and this is nationwide. Uh, there's a whole section here for the National Association for Injured and Disabled Workers. That's also a national program that's help is able to help people with, you know, injuries or disabled workers. And believe it or not, there's a whole section here for government benefits. I mean, we pay out so much money to our government, to our taxes and stuff. Believe it or not, there's a lot of great programs out there that's able to help people. And we have that here that you can look into. And, again, you can go to the website, ndcsavingsclub.com, and, you know, look at all these great programs. And I'm just talking about the senior section we have here for medical supply and equipment. Uh, they've been around since 1992, and they have over 9,000 uh, uh, products here for for and and for our members for free delivery. So again, as you can see here, there's all kinds of great programs. Um, there's a medical advocate, you know, supply advocate advocate program here too. That means that some of us might need wheelchairs or we might need oxygen. And there's an advocate program here that you'll be able to contact them and they'll be able to help you get these vital uh, devices or transportational uh, uh, vehicles or, or devices you might need to help yourself or loved ones that you know. So, again, it's here. This is all under senior care. We have elder care too. There's a whole section for you know for elder care. Um, and this is the American National Directory of Elder Care and Senior Care Professionals. Uh, rare Disease Database. It's here as well. Cancer Care Copayment Assistance Foundation. I mean, again, final uh, expense life insurance uh, for final life insurance. And you can see these are all really great programs. And if you also have issues with medications, issues with medications are really expensive. There's a whole program there as well. And again, everyone, this is just on the senior section. And it, it just keeps going on and on. If you have for diabetics, pretty soon we're going to have a whole section here for call a doctor. That's tell a doctor if, if you want to. So again, you can see that we have all these great benefits here over 75 different programs that you can have access to. Uh, some of the things I'm looking real quickly uh, before the next segment comes in on contact lenses. We have here for hearing aids. We have coupons if you want to you know, print out coupons to save you a ton of money. I know my wife does that all the time, and she, she says she's saved on a monthly basis anywhere between $50 to $120 a month just on the coupons and things for my daughter and clothes and stuff that she's able to get through this savings club. So again, quickly too, there's a legal club there that you can also have access to. There's a free travel club if you go out to traveling. So as you can see here, we have all these great benefits. And again, it's all under the ndcsavingsclub.com. And again, you can go into our archives, go into PRN, go you know, and, you know, right on, on the shows and look at our previous shows. So at this point, I'm going to be putting on Dr. Walt, and he's going to be talking about the second part on autism. Thank you, Alex. And hello, everyone. Uh, this is Dr. Michael Walt, and thank you so much for tuning in again to Ask the Blood Detective. 
This is part two of Autism Epidemic, where I'll discuss some very disturbing but also very hopeful approaches to help to managing and preventing autism and the autism spectrum disorders. I encourage you to visit my blog at www.intmedny.com, or you can Google me, drmichaelwald.com or thebloodetective.com. Look at the blog. And you can listen to the show over and over and over again. Please send me your comments and show topics for future shows, which I'll provide on this station every Wednesday at 2 o'clock. So I want to continue with the discussion that I started uh, last week regarding the various causes of uh, ASDs, as they're called. And uh, I ended the last show by speaking about prenatal complications. I want to speak about some of the maternally inherited genetic variants which seem to be present in autism spectrum disorders, which um, do involve or are linked with the intellectual uh, disability patients in particular. I just want to name what the gene is called, and it's called the CADPS2 gene. But you know, there's lots of genes and stuff that we'll speak about and you'll hear about in the news, but at the end of the day, genes express based upon environment. That means what we eat, what we're thinking, and various other environmental factors that have to do with how genes express. And by express, I mean how the environment, like what you eat, what your children eat with ASDs, what nutrients they take, that if they are not quite what they need, these genetic glitches uh, rear their ugly heads, and then we have the symptoms and issues associated with ASDs. And, and we, we described during the last show that the, the three core symptoms, there are many, many other comorbid conditions, but... The three core symptoms of autism spectrum disorders include impaired social interactions, of course, stereotype beha uh, repetitive behaviors, and communication uh, deficits. Now, genetics, I'm telling you, I promise you, there will not be a single gene associated with ASDs overall. Instead, there'll be a multiple gene sort of influence, meaning there are a lot of genes that they're not broken, per se. They're not defective. They're not known by geneticists or considered by geneticists as inborn errors of metabolism. Those are serious. But they're just genes that don't quite work well. When you put a bunch of genes together that don't, that don't work quite well, they call that a plurigenetic effect. And that, I believe, I personally predict, it is the issue. And what's so beautiful, what is so beautiful about the holistic and integrated or the blood detective approach, as I call it, to dealing with children with ASDs is that they, it attempts to find the, the issues and manage them as naturally as possible so that genetic glitches are, are tamed a bit. And there's lots of evidence for this. Every single concept that I speak about, you should know, is evidence-based, meaning there's one or many, many more, either dozens or even hundreds of studies located on the national uh, databases of medical records, like uh, PubMed.com and the Cochrane databases, where all doctors go for evidence. So I didn't make this stuff up. What I did make up is how to integrate it in a way that works for children. So we have these weak genes which have environmental triggers such as foods or radiation and other, many, many other triggers which we'll, we'll list during this and other shows. So, so stay tuned for that. But not all these gene effects, even when they are present, will account for all the symptoms. And then you'll have a, a child that has these ASD symptoms and, and no genetic effects are found. Some of these other genes, by the way, are the MTHFR gene. I checked on it every patient because it has to do with methylation. 
Methylation is a healing process everywhere and a healing process, a reparative gene glitch that I find on many people, which means they, which means they will have impaired DNA health, so impairments in DNA. And when DNA or genetic material does not repair that, it's a defect. You know, fragile X, that, that other ASD is an example. But we know that GABA, a natural supplement, GABA aminobutyric acid and various antioxidants, can ameliorate and manage many, many of the uh, fragile X issues for many years. Extremely important nutrient. But then there are also environmental chemical exposures that uh, can turn on these genes that we need to be aware of or just cause brain damage because that's really what these ASCs are. So a few examples of these environmental chemical exposures include stress, whether it's psychological or physical stress, smoking or second stream smoke that these children are exposed to or just pollution. There's alcohol, sugar, caffeine, saturated and trans fats, gluten, GMOs or genetically modified foods, and for those of you who have not read my book, Frankenfoods, which is my GMO book, Frankenfoods, Controversies, Lies in Your Health, you can take a look at that on Amazon.com or go right to the Blood Detective website under books, and you can read some excerpts there. But let me, I want to start with, with one of these pesticides. This pesticide is called glufosinate ammonium, or GLA for short, and it's one of the most widely used herbicides in agriculture in the United States. And as in the case for most pesticides, potential adverse effects of GLA, again, that's glufosinate ammonium, they've not been studied from the perspective of developmental neurotoxicity. That means how the brain develops or does not develop. So early pesticide exposure, common sense would tell us this. Although it's still denied by the manufacturers of these products, it's crazy, uh, weaken the basic structure of the developing brain and cause permanent changes, leading to a wide range of lifelong effects in the studies on our health and our behavior. They are hormonal disruptions, they, call, they cause GI problems, immune dysfunction, inflammation, you name it, pesticides can cause it. The brain, for sure, is affected by pesticides. There's no doubt. And this GLA is just one of them. A study exposed mice to low doses of GLA, low doses during both pre- and postnatal periods, and looked at the development and behavioral changes of the offspring during infancy and adulthood. They did neurobehavioral tests, a whole battery of tests, looking at the effects of this GLA stuff to maternal exposure on reflex development and what, what they called, you know, pup communication in this study and affiliative behaviors. And affiliative behaviors or any sort of behavior that is important for social interactions, you know, with others. And um, these behavioral alterations showed a striking resemblance to the exact sort of changes we see in, the, in animal models of, a, of autism, uh, autism spectrum disorders. Now, at the brain level, GLA maternal exposure caused some increase in brain weight uh, of the offspring. In addition, it reduced the expression of genes that are uh, involved in creating autism-like defects. They're known as PTEN and PEG3 genes. And they, they observed these changes in the brains of these pups in the study. So if it happened in the study animals, there's no guarantee it's going to happen in human beings, but, you know, these are very similar nervous systems, so my bet is organic when you can. 
And then there's a very interesting chemical that can be measured in the blood plasma known as brain-derived neurotrophic factor. Trophic means growth. And a deficiency of this chemical has been linked to ASDs because it alters brain plasticity. Folks, brain plasticity simply means the ability of the brain to manage itself and to form itself. It, is pla it has this plasticity, which also is observed in stroke victims, for example, when a person has a stroke and they seem to come back from it. Sometimes, sometimes the area of the brain that was damaged during the stroke does not come back, but other areas of the brain can take over those lost areas of function, and that's called plasticity. And that is something that we all have, because if we didn't, we'd all be... Uh, mentally defective at this point if, if brains couldn't repair all the time. And by the way, by the way, this is really important, brain plasticity, is, its potential is from birth to about age 23. And every neurologist knows this. Now, after age 23, of course we can influence the brain, thank goodness for me and the rest of us. But my point here is nutritional approaches and medical approaches and physical approaches are best instituted as early as possible after birth and consistently, not some short-term use of these nutrients and that diet, that will get you nowhere fast. So I mentioned this minimal brain dysfunction, which really is another term applied to the ASDs in a sense because they all are examples of brain dysfunctions. Many foods, many, many foods and nutritional supplements promote brain plasticity which we now will understand we need to help reverse, stop, or affect in a positive way brain dysfunction. And, and all of you know some of these, these examples like DHA from fish or fish oils or a flax oil, olive oil, vitamin E, resveratrol, reduced glutathione is another example, ginkgo, choline, real important for brain development throughout one's entire life. If you're seeing someone who's working with your child with an ASC and they're not on choline, maybe you should consider leaving or at least asking them why do you not have choline in the protocol. I cannot think of a, a reason not to, a single contraindication not to. It's needed to make acetylcholine, a very, very important neurotransmitter for brain connections. And there's GABA, which I've mentioned in other shows. There's certain species of uh, edible mushrooms. B12 and folic acid, but not just any B12 and folic acid. It has to be activated, methylated. And I mentioned a gene called the MTHFR gene, which controls methylation. If you give non-methylated forms of nutrients to a child or an adult with ASDs and they cannot methylate, you're not going to help them. You're actually going to probably worsen them because you use up their own limited methylation capacity. If you give them methylated activated nutrients and, better yet, customized supplements, I prefer with children with ASD to make specific supplements for that child based on their chemistry, their symptoms, drugs that are used, whatever it is, I, so I can pick and choose the exact supplements, the right doses, and the right synergistic combinations. That is the best way. And you can put like 50 different nutrients together for a child in a capsule, or if your child cannot swallow a capsule, in a powder. Because I see a lot of patients come to me and they've got these poor little kids on 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 different supplements. Listen, even if the child could do that now, what are the chances of them being able to maintain that throughout their lives, which is what's needed? I would say very, very little. There's many other things other than nutrition, by the way, which can improve brain plasticity and therefore alter 
brain function and help reduce the minimal or moderate brain dysfunction that we see in ASDs, like practicing what's called a cross-crawl pattern exercises. We'll talk about that during another show. And another cause of ASDs might be, we're talking about potential causes of ASDs. And, and my blood detective integrated approach considers many aspects of these causes. They have to be thoroughly investigated. They can't just be skipped over. There, there's one called late moderate preterm infants. Now, or LMPTs, late moderate preterm infants. These are infants that are at increased risk for positive autistic screening tests. So preterm infants, preterm births are a problem, and that must be considered. And these children with ASCs, I can tell you, and research has shown, they have multiple vitamin and mineral deficiencies and macro uh, nutritional deficiencies which refer to proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. But not just deficiencies, imbalances, or the nutrient levels might be fine. This is really important, people. The nutritional levels might be fine, but they may require much, much more. And many of these nutrient levels, they're not even adequately checked. So you, you really must rely, the clinician must rely, the uh, mother, the father, m trying to see if these therapies are working, must rely on what they see, but over a long period of time. So what I do is a blood detective interpretive report on my patients. I do very, very thorough blood work, body composition, measuring the muscle, water, fat, because the dose of nutrients, the dose of foods, must be based not merely on kilograms of body weight. You know, if you take the right thing at the wrong dose, it's not going to work. That is what I see 98% of the time. People doing many of the right things, but almost no one's doing the more complex work they should do at the wrong doses. So I, I want to just end today's show by encouraging you to listen to the next show, part three, of, of autism epidemic, and visit my website, listen to this again, send me your questions, and we're going to continue this conversation of causes and natural treatments and medical treatments for uh, autism spectrum disorders. I'm Dr. Michael Wall, the blood detective. You can reach me at 914-242-8844 or go to blooddetective.com or intmedny.com. Thanks, Alex, and have a great day, everyone. Okay, Dr. Walt, thank you so much for the great information that you're giving us in reference to autism and your six-part series. And again, everyone, you can go right into the archives to PRN or even to the com and look at our archives that we have there. So at this point of the show, I would definitely like to love to bring in Dr. Matt Grossman. Are you in, in, on the call with us? Yes, I am. Thank you, Alex. Hey, how you doing, Dr. Doing Rosa? fantastic. How are you? Doing great, great. I uh uh when I when I went up uh you know, call contacting your company in your website and you know in reference to having you on board to our program here. Uh definitely eye care is, is really one of the most important things, you know, in our lives. You know, that's how we see the world and how we perceive the world. So uh, tell us a little bit, you know, how did you get started? How long have you, you been doing this in reference to helping people with their eyes? Well, I've been doing this for 35 years. This is my 35th, 35th year of practice. Wow. Of, uh, and basically, my philosophy when I was in 
uh, optometry school was that I saw that so many of the ways we treated eye conditions and health in general was to treat symptoms and not treat the underlying patterns behind the symptoms. It's like we're a society of treating numbers. It's almost like you go to the eye doctor and we take our, what we call our ophthalmoscope and we look in your eyes and we go, oh, you've got the beginning of a cataract, which is a cloudiness of the lens in your eyes. And the patient says, oh, what, what should I do? And the doctor says, you know what we're going to do? We're going to watch that. And when it gets worse, we can do surgery. Then you go and you get a glaucoma test. You know, one of the glaucoma tests, which one of the tests we do, besides many others for glaucoma, is we measure your eye pressure. So we measure your eye pressure, and we say, oh, my goodness, your eye pressure is a little high. Hmm, what should I do, doctor? Well, you know, we're going to watch that, too. Uh, And then if it gets too high, we can give you medication or do surgery. But doctor, doctor, is there anything I can do while you're watching it? No, no, there's nothing you can do while it's watching it. We just have to wait for it to get worse, and then we know what to do. So for me, that was a problem. It's almost like if you had a little heart condition, and the doctor says, oh, you've got a little heart condition. We'll wait until it gets worse, and then we'll do a bypass or a stent. So we or have like to have it, or like have, become educated or have like consumers and take our physical health, mental health, and in my case of uh, profession, eye health, into our power, and there's things we can do while we're watching things and not let them get worse, and also mm-hmm. maybe reverse them, and maybe we can also prevent them. And in studying nutrition, I also went to acupuncture school uh, 20 years ago I graduated, and when we start looking into different ways of looking at eye care and health in general, and we stop treating numbers but treating the person behind the numbers and looking at the underlying um, patterns, we can start to help people empower their eyesight and also get insight to their eyesight so they can improve and see better. And this, I feel, is on every eye condition, from nearsightedness to farsightedness to cataracts, glaucoma, <clears throat> macular degeneration. So. As you can see, I can talk for a lot of time, so if you want me to get more specific, I'll be happy mm-hmm. to um, have you guide me what you'd like to hear more about. No, it sounds like a good overall view of your experience. Um, it, it seems like to me like probably most people's eye issues, especially when they're young and, and they're growing forward, um, I guess when they get older and maybe in their 30s or 40s from the bad diet that you eat, the environmental pollutants that are out there and the toxicity inside your body, uh, it would affect certain organs of your body and then definitely your eyes. Do you see that that's part of it? Oh, totally, totally. I mean, what what we put into our bodies affects our eyes. Many of the of the eye diseases that we see today are nutritionally responsive conditions. We have hundreds and hundreds of studies on nutrition, not in the medical journals, in the ophthalmology journals, the nutrition journals, on how uh, nutrition, lifestyle uh, can affect your eyes. So, yeah, totally what we eat, 
how we eat it, our approach to diet and health can have a very big impact on our visual system. You and your practice and dealing probably with thousands of people now and, and um, you know, and, and having that point of view, uh, what would be the best advice as through your experience and, and your advice to people in reference to the diet, what would you suggest for them you know, that they can start doing and not only would help their overall body, but then their eyesight? What, what would you suggest to people? Well, a couple of years ago, I, with a, a, a woman, Leslie Severier, who writes uh, cookbooks, I actually wrote a, a Food for Your Eyes little cookbook because I feel that food is very important. <clears throat> And the best foods, I'll go over some of the best foods mm-hmm. for your eyes, is the number one food for your eyes is, even though many people will think it's carrots, is kale. Kale is by far one of the best foods for your eyes because it's very high in what we call carotenoids called lutein and zeaxanthin. And lutein and zeaxanthin are found in the macula, in the fovea of the eye, and are very, very important for... Um, you know, macular health and uh, lens health. Um, dark grapes, blueberries, um, the dark-skinned fruits are very important. Uh, mm-hmm. Orange peppers, high in zeaxanthin. So, you know, smoking, of course, smoking increases your risk of eye disease by, you know, like tenfold. So it's really important if somebody wants to help themselves to hopefully if they smoke to stop smoking. Mm-hmm. So these are, you know, some of the things. So we know when I sit down with people we and they come in, we talk about diet. If they, you know, can't or they don't like to eat certain vegetables all the time, then we talk about supplementation. There's different forms of nutritional supplementation because it's not so much what you take in supplement-wise, it's how your body absorbs it. So we mm-hmm. try to get um, supplementation nutritionally for the eyes in the most absorbable way. Also, the therapeutic dosages of the things that are good for the eyes are, is very important because <clears throat> lots of times you'll see an eye vitamin, a GNC, and it'll say, oh, it has lutein, bilberry, alpha-lipoic acid, but it might only have 2 milligrams in there, and you might need 150 milligrams. Mm-hmm. So trying to educate the consumer, based on the research studies on what can help your eyes, has basically been my quest for the last 35 years. And as you you know, I've you know we have like a couple hundred page website with all the research. I've mm-hmm. written some books on this, so it's really important for people to again, as I say, become educated consumers and take their health and eye health into their own power. Well, that sounds like great, great information. And especially now with kelp, that, that's also very rich in uh, uh, that stuff for radiation that we're probably getting whacked with right now from Yukushima. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the seaweeds, especially mm-hmm. there's a big link to between the thyroid gland mm-hmm. and the eyes, too. And if you have a little imbalance in, let's say, low thyroid, you might not be converting beta carotene to vitamin A efficiently. So the, you know, the iodine levels that you can get through your seaweeds and, like you said, protective for radiation 
Uh, very, very important. I'm, I'm a big seaweed uh, component. Yes. And talking about all this great information, uh, please give us your website so people can go to it. And I, I, everyone also, it will be archived right on our NDC Savings Club as well and also on PRN. Yeah, so give us your website, please. www.naturaleyecare.com. And we also, to help people learn about it, we do free email consultations and free phone consultations. Uh, the, free, the free phone consultations are with my partner, Michael Epson, who's an acupuncturist, and we've been doing this website for 16 to 17 years, and he is super knowledgeable on all the protocols that we uh, do. Yeah, I, I have spoken to him, and he's definitely also another wealth of information there. You guys... Uh, you know, I've been doing an incredible job, and I, you know, I came across you guys again on PRN and and different shows on Gary shows and stuff. And I, and I think this again would be another added great feature for our savings club. And that's what you know, that's what we do here, the NDC Savings Club, to help people. And that's what this radio show is to help you save money and also help you save your health as well. On top of it, so it's all together. Um, and again, everyone, natural eye care. Dot com. And, and please go to our website. Huh? Natural E-Y-E care.com. <laughs> yes. We do care instead of just the, the number I care, you know, letter I care. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. And also, too, if, if you mentioned that you also be able to help people and if they have questions to where they can contact you, it, please you also give your phone yeah. number so people can contact you. Yeah, the phone you. number direct to the website and to Michael Edson where you can contact him directly regarding any eye condition for um, a phone consult is 845-255-8222. And if some reason people wanted to see me directly, um, pretty booked up, but my phone number of my office is at the Somers Eye Center, and it's 914-277-5550. And we have, I joined a group of like eight other eye doctors, and we have the latest in technology to help diagnose the eyes. And I joined this practice, even though it's a very medically oriented practice, who's interested in holistic and nutrition medicine, but by doing uh, testing before and after uh, we put people on protocols, we're actually indirectly doing studies on how important nutrition can help reverse different eye diseases. So now I actually have the uh, physical data, not just the, um, you know, just somebody says they see better. We actually can see changes in the retina. Wow. Uh, again, everyone... Uh that's the reality that there is reversal. I mean, you know, I'm also I'm also theorizing that you know in this uh, lifetime now uh, we're under so much stress. What you know, you know, in reference to jobs and money and our kids and environment. I mean, all this stress does that kind of have also a major contributing factor to our eye strain? Oh, totally. I mean, in Chinese medicine, the place where we hold a lot of our stress is what we call the wood element, the liver meridian. And in Chinese medicine, the liver meridian relates to the eyes. 
there, there are many studies showing the effect of stress on vision. Uh, so stress, again, the eye embryologically, physiologically, neurologically is brain tissue. If you can change your mind, you can change your eyes. If your mind is stressed, which will stress out your adrenal glands, then it's going to affect your eyes. There's no, you cannot separate the eyes from the rest of the body, and especially from the mental stress. So I am a total believer, and I improved my eyes from basically legally blind, where when I was in third grade, I couldn't see the biggie on the eye chart, to now I'll be... Uh, 60 years old this year, I can still see everything up close. I hardly wear glasses at all. I'm glasses-free 99% of the time, except for driving at night. So mm -hmm. I know on a personal basis that vision can be improved. Wow, it's amazing. I, I know there, there's programs out there. There's, uh, there's uh, different uh, programs out there. But I also notice on your website, NaturalEyeCare.com. Uh, that you have there a uh, great video which I saw in reference to eye exercises. Yes, we have plenty of eye exercises on our website, on YouTube. If you look mm -hmm. up Mark, Dr. Mark Grossman eye exercises or go to our website, we have a whole uh, lot of videos of free eye exercises and we can uh, send out a 10 page. Um, uh, email to you on my favorite eye exercises along with the videos. <clears throat> my, my, I mean, these eye exercises basically are all based on relaxing the eyes and getting more flexibility and adaptability in the visual system. But I do have to say that everybody, even though these can definitely help, and they've helped thousands of people just doing those, and it's part of my individual program, Remember, everybody's eyes get worse for a different reason. Mm -hmm. So even though these are good eye exercises, and I do do them with 90% of my patients, um, it's just part of an overall program. Mm -hmm. and, yes, correct. And, uh, you know, because why my eyes went bad in third grade, it would be a totally different reason why somebody else's eyes might go bad when they're 22. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, again, I mean, it's just great information. I mean, your website is just loaded here with so much, you know, different topics uh, you have here, like eye floaters and, and you know, so have eye infections and cataracts and, you know, dry eye syndrome. So you're able to click on to it, you'll be able to look at. So, you know, people can educate themselves. And the also thing, the other thing that I like also is that it makes it kind of nice and convenient that you also have products that you're able to recommend and sell to people, and the yes, prices are pretty I, affordable. I do extensive research into the best. I mean, there's so many different products out there. Mm -hmm. Some I've had to design myself because I needed to get mm -hmm. certain combinations together. But there's so many different products out there, and people don't know what's good or bad. So, mm -hmm. so as people, if they go to the website, they'll see, oh, this is a good product for macular degeneration. Uh, so I've done a lot of the research into trying to find the best products with the quality ingredients, with um, the best absorbability based on research. So I've done a lot of the legwork for people mm -hmm. 
and hopefully they, uh, if they want to go that route, they can uh, take advantage of that. No, again, that's that's great that you've done it. And again, it's you know through your 35 years of experience and probably thousands of people, uh, I see that you have come up with your own combinations, which you know you know better. You know, and you have also tried it on people, and and they they have tried it, and then you can see you know what results. So of course you're going to keep stuff that does work. And I'm looking at your prices; the prices are you know, affordable. You know, yeah, pretty... I mean, being the son of an accountant, <laughs> I try <laughs> to make it as reasonable as possible for people. Because yeah, you can find some really good things, but they might be too costly, and people can't do it. Mm-hmm. And the goal is to to be able to eventually take the minimum amount of supplementation to get maximum results. So in the beginning, we might have to put people on, you know, a whole bunch of things to get them uh, up to snuff. But then eventually, maybe we'll start cutting back on this or start cutting back on that. We have to see what what is what can we do to keep the vision as um, strong as possible. The products are all very high-quality products that we recommend. And bring them up to speed, like what, what the body needs, and then you're able to balance it off and then keep it like in a maintenance program. Correct, correct. It's love- like, <clears throat> just to give an example, like the research shows that it's good to do, like in the beginning, the first month, maybe 20 milligrams of lutein for the macula, but then after that, you can you can have a maintenance dose of about half of that. Do do you have like an overall like an eye product that yeah, once you balance about, off you can take on a daily years basis? Ago, um, I uh, put together. I there was a biochemist who I did some training with nutrition training, and we put together a um, what we call the advanced eye and vision support formula, which is a whole food based formula for the eyes because I wanted it to be as absorbable as possible and if I can get things in food based that's the best way so uh, so our general eye product is called the advanced vision support formula and uh, it's whole food it's it's good we that's our number one you know I guess best seller because mm-hmm. it's it's basically food based high quality foods that are absorbable by the body for the eyes and just in the amount of nutrients in there can cut the risk of macular degeneration by you know 40 to 50 percent if you start early enough and what what when should people be start being concerned about their eyesight i i know i'm 54 and you know, I've been noticing now in the last maybe since I turned 50, my eyesight started getting weaker. So, I mean, most people, their eyesight starts falling apart when they're 40. Correct. So I take care of nutrients, try to exercise and all. So I guess I'm a little ahead of the curve here. Most people, that's why it took me to about 50 of my eyesight. When does most people's eyesight start falling apart? Usually most people who are under stress, overwork, bad diet, it can start as early as, you know, 35 to 40 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing it younger and young, you know, younger and younger. Mm-hmm. But uh, my feeling is is that I pretty much see that everybody over 50 should be on some sort of, you know, preventative program. And if they want to be uh, 
super ahead of the curve, they might start at 40. But mm-hmm. um, in terms of prevention of eye disease, I would say, you know, any time between 40 and 50. Because a lot of the chronic eye diseases start uh, penetrating at um, <clears throat> when you're in your, you know, after 60 years old. So if we can get the prevention in earlier, it makes it a lot easier to treat it than waiting till the condition's actually there. So let's say someone like myself or someone starts doing all preventative stuff now is specifically targeting, I mean, which is the most incredible thing is our eyesight, which I, I can't see, you know, losing that or weakening that. Um, what what should people uh, start uh, having their eyes checked out? Well, obviously people should start getting their eyes checked out. <clears throat> A minimum of, even if they have no problems, a minimum of every one to two years, because there's a lot of conditions that you don't have any symptoms of. I mean, we, with the technology today, we can diagnose eye diseases 10 years before they become a problem and put you on a preventative plan. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's really important. Plus, when you, when you examine the eyes, you are examining the whole body. You can pick up diabetes. You can pick up high blood pressure, cholesterol issues. So there's a lot of, you know, I don't think Shakespeare was off so much when he says, said the eyes are the windows to the soul. Mm-hmm. So you can really see a lot of what's going on in the body through the visual system uh, through a thorough eye exam. Oh, so that, so it, it makes a big difference to have your eyes examined, and like you're saying that you you're able to pick up preventatively things maybe ten years before it happens. Now, my question to you is that let let's say I go in there and I haven't had my eyes checked, and it looks like I'm having some you know my eyesight seems okay, but then it could be something I need to strengthen up, and if I start taking the you know the the right nutrients and, and combination and stuff. Have you seen that that has helped people? Oh, yeah, I've totally seen it help people reverse anything that's been starting to begin. Oh, yeah, and I've seen that hundreds, thousands of times. Yep, I mean, that's that's what I do every every week, yep. Everyone, can you imagine that? You know, you're able to reverse and prevent. Now, my next question is that you're able to reverse and prevent it. Now, I'm assuming that you had patients that have been around for you, you know, for 20 or 30 years, and they've been down that road, and then you have you have spotted issues that you gave them the supplements or techniques or whatever to help them reverse it, and even to this day they're still okay? Like they, they maintain that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I had one patient. He was. Uh, they interviewed him for an article that was written about me on glaucoma, and I think about 20 years ago, <clears throat> He had uh, was told by his ophthalmologist that he's got the beginning of glaucoma and that he should be on medication. It's 20 years later, using nutrition, he's very into being proactive with nutrition. Mm-hmm. We check him three times a year to make sure everything is okay, and now it's 20 years later and he hasn't had to ever take medication, and his eyes are still fine. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we've, we've been following people for, for a long time uh, in this preventative mode and being proactive well we got about two minutes left like always you know time just goes by so fast and this is such a great topic um maybe we can touch upon this quickly 
what what is your outtake on medication? How bad is that for people? On medication? Yes. Well, we do. You know, I do believe that a lot of the time we do need medication okay. to help treat different eye conditions. I mean, I work mm-hmm. as an integrative eye doctor, and um, I always believe, and, 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 and medication can work synergistically mm-hmm. with a lot of the nutritional things. Though my goal is if they do need medication or eye drops, the goal is to get them off that and have their body maintain its health without the eye drops. But if they mm-hmm. do need medication, I am certainly going to give it to them. If they need cataract surgery, I am certainly yeah. going to recommend it. If they need glaucoma surgery, I'm going to certainly recommend it. I always think that they should have options, and I always mm-hmm. look at medication and surgery as not my first option. But I, am, I just want to make it clear to your listeners, I am not against mm-hmm. medication, surgery, when needed. Correct. I, yes. I agree with you 100%. That's, and, again, it's having a qualified person through the years of experience, and you have all the other modalities that you learned that people do need it, you know. So I, I agree with you 100% on that. So, uh, you know, Dr. Grossman, uh, this is such a great topic. we got less than a minute right now, and I want to touch upon – got some emails here from people for questions. Uh, sure. We, we definitely uh, we want to do it for the next week, and some of the topics we want to touch upon, hopefully for next week, and if it's okay with you, is would be for pet care, I pet care, you know, and and you know I think that would be a good topic because we got a lot of people out there that are, and also to um, if we do I'm pet care, I possibly can do that, but I will also maybe see if I can. Get, uh, we have a holistic veterinarian who has over 20 years' experience, okay. and um, she might, you know, she's fantastic, and she well, might be, a show. be okay. the person. She's our consultant on pet care for our for our website. Okay, great. So, I uh, mean, you know, man. if we're talking about pets, it's sometimes better to, to go right to the source. <laughs> I agree and, with uh, you. Talk to well, the well, uh, holistic veterinarian. Well, we only got a couple of minutes. Our time is up here. And again, we I definitely want to do another show with you for the next week. And I know we talked, and that seems to be okay. So everyone, you know, I, I want to appreciate, you know, I want to thank you so much, and I appreciate your time, Dr. Grossman. And hopefully, we'll do the show again for next week. Okay. And thank you for your work in, in educating people. This is a fantastic vehicle to uh, help the uh, help the consumer to learn more about taking being proactive. All right. Thank you, Dr. Grossman. Okay, everyone, uh, thank you for the show. Please tune in for next week for the second part with Dr. Grossman.